Hi, it's Toby from Heavyweight MMA. Today with Jesse James Parr, son of some fighting legends, man. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Good. You know, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you sort of uh, start up in your martial arts career, hanging out in the gym like a little gym rat, uh, bouncing around with an exercise ball, etc. Um, yeah. How long have you actually been in the gym, bro? Uh, I've been in the gym about my whole life, so about like 14 years. It's crazy, right? Like for anyone that, that doesn't know, um, Jesse James Parr is the, the son of the great fighting legend, uh, John Wayne Parr, and also his mother, Angela Rivera Parr, who's also a well-known well -known fighter in the international scene. And then you've also got a couple of siblings, uh, obviously your sister, um, Jazzy, right? Jasmine, yeah, Jasmine Parr. She's a, she's a well-known Thai boxer now, and you're sort of taking a different path, right? You're sort of moving more into the grappling realm, although I've seen your little sister uh, also grappling, right? Yeah. So, so tell me, bro, what is it like uh, growing up with a couple of fighting legends in the house, man? It's, it's awesome because the only thing you're focusing on is fighting, and I just, I just love the fighting, the fighting sport and just can't get enough of it. So it's just like the perfect, perfect opportunity. Yeah, man. The, the thing is, they say like, you know, with the kids, I've got four sons, so I kind of, I see it myself. Kids take up uh, certain traits from their parents without even knowing it. it just comes into their blood and they, they learn habits and movements and, and different things just come into the life. And you're looking at them and think, I didn't teach them that. They've just got it. Do you feel like you've got some sort of natural ability for, for competition, yeah. combat sports, this sort of thing? Yeah, I reckon I got, yeah, natural ability, 100%. Because I've got both my parents just supporting me always with the sport and I've like I'm I've always got attention and I'm always working on I'm always working on my sport and just I'm never can't can't get enough of it that's it man I remember a long time ago I can't there was one or two things I saw one was either you were jumping around on an exercise ball or you were jumping on the trampoline and doing crazy stuff and you're only this tiny little kid and I sent a message to either your mum or your dad. I can't remember. I said, you should get this guy into MMA or grappling because he's just like, you know, you're an athletic sort of kid. You're doing things that normal kids don't do. And it seems to ring true. I'm kind of happy about that prediction because you're doing really well in the grappling world now, right? Yeah, I love it so much. I just got back from America and competed in the world championships of jiu-jitsu. And I got I got second second place. So, yeah, second Second for under 14, so which is a pretty big achievement for my age. That's awesome, man. That's amazing. So tell me, how do they how do they make the brackets in that? Is it is it according to weight, age, belt? How do they make the bracket? Yeah, they make the brackets same belt and then same age and weight. So I was in the sixty kilos and the sixty kilos and fourteen year olds. So I'm only versing people like my weight and like my age. So it's fair fighting. No, no that's awesome, man. That's amazing. And uh, how many people were in your in your division? There was about fourteen, and it got so it gets split down into groups. So there was, uh, yeah, fourteen people, and I fought four of them. So yeah. And how did each match go? You get any subs? Uh, I got one sub, and then I won two of them by points, and I lost the final and got silver. Man, that's amazing. That's a good, decent-sized bracket, too. Sometimes when they're broken down so much, you might only get small brackets, but that's good. Did you compete against uh, people from which sort of regions? Uh, I versed someone from Brazil. So I versed a Brazilian in their own sport, and I beat them. And that, was, that gave my confidence. I got a big confidence boost from that. And I versed, I think, two people from Texas and then one from, one from Florida. So 
all around the all around from America, which is really cool. And yeah, man, once yeah. I I competed against a, a Brazilian in a blue belt competition final one time, and I was like thinking, man, this guy's Brazilian. It's his sport, you know. And I beat him on points, but it wasn't a decisive victory. But I beat him on points. It proved they're not really like your your dad and and some of the other Thai boxers around Australia think of the ties as the boogeyman, right? Like they they fight the tie. It takes a while to get over it in their head. It's the same for a Brazilian jiu-jitsu player to fight a, or compete against a Brazilian, right? Yeah, it definitely. I was definitely more nervous to versus a Brazilian than the other kids, hundred percent. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm versing a Brazilian in his own sport. I'm like, oh, here we go. See how this goes. That's it, man. So can you tell me about your story? Like from when, when did you sort of start up any of the combat sports and how did it flow and become what it is today, man? Yeah, so I, I first started uh, Muay Thai. So I my first fight of Muay Thai, I was eight years old. And I had about seven fights, four wins, three losses. And I think when I got when I was twelve years old, my seventh fight, my last fight, my rib got broken, and that just kind of ruined ruined Muay Thai for me because I was such a young age and I was just like, oh, I don't want to do Muay Thai again. And then I got stuck on the video games for a little bit, so I wasn't just doing anything. I'd just go to school, come home, play video games, and just being lazy. Yeah. And then my mom was doing a sport called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And I was not really interested at the time. And then my mom took me to the classes. And the first two weeks, I hated it. I hated jiu-jitsu. But my mom kept taking me. And I was just like, I don't want to go to I don't want to go to these classes. I'm not going to learn anything. And about the fourth week, I started coming to jiu-jitsu. I started getting a little bit, uh, a little bit excited to come because I was always learning these just cool tricks. And I could use my mobility and my speed to use it in the sport and then yeah i've been training jiu-jitsu about three three years now yeah man now you're you're super agile man like like from when you were young i can see how agile you are just through the social media so you know jiu-jitsu and and this sort of thing and mma and and wrestling should come pretty naturally to you know yeah yeah and um is what when did your your mum first started doing it is that correct your mum was the first one yeah because i know she was so she was good friends with all of these Brazilians and they owned a gym. And so my mom did a did a week trial and was like, Well, oh, this is kind of fun, I should bring my kids. So yeah, me and my little sister Gemma, we did jiu-jitsu and we didn't like it at first, but we're loving it right now. Yeah, man. And you're not everyone would know that your your dad and your mum both had MMA fights, right? And and the weak side of their of their MMA was obviously grappling because they they both lost their matches by submission. All of, all their three matches, two for your mum and one for your dad by submission, right? So it's kind of cool that now their son's going to be probably you're going to swing towards being more of a grappler than a than a stand up fighter, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, my goal right now is to have an MMA fight because I'm going to be around sixteen to fight uh, MMA with headshots. But right now I'm doing these junior shows with no, no headshots and just body contact and I'm using my jiu-jitsu in it and it's working working really well with it. Yeah, man, I, I saw you. I saw those fights. I didn't realize actually, just watching, I didn't realize there was no headshots. I just saw some kicks and then you took them down straight away, right? Like you're fast to go for the takedown and you like working in the guard, yeah? Yeah, I feel more, I feel more confident when I'm on the ground because I know how good I am when I'm using my jiu-jitsu. Yeah. How do you think, man, like your game is pretty guard heavy, right? Like you like playing guard. 
how do you think that yeah. translates once you're allowed to do headshots and ground and pound and stuff like that? Yeah, I, when I'm allowed to use headshots and I'm on the bottom, it's going to be good because I got long legs. So it's just easy to push them away and good for submissions like the triangle choke and the just armbar and very flexible. Just, I'm like, I'm just everywhere. Next minute I'm on the floor, next minute I'm on your back checking you out. Man, there's there's not like when you think of uh, UFC, there's everyone's sort of all rounder. There you can see the classic, um, the classic wrestlers, classic stand up fighters, and that. But you don't see so many these days that are really strong in in the jujitsu game and like to play guard and that. Is there anyone yeah. that you sort of look up to uh, that is a guard player or likes to play a strong jujitsu game? For um, yeah, definitely, definitely the Brazilians like Gilbert Burns and Charles Oliveira. I'm, I'm look, I'm looking up to them. They're just such, such amazing jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu characters and they've all competed in the big competitions and just like, I'm always looking up to them. I want to be like, I want to be like Gilbert Burns or like Charles Oliveira one day. Cool, man. And what about Ryan Hall? What do you think of him, man? Because some of your moves are pretty similar to him. I'm sure you like throwing him and Arbery rolls in and, and shooting yeah. for legs and that, right? Yeah, uh, I, I feel like I've got same same game as Ryan Hall. Yeah, because it's pretty interesting. He throws people off, although he he's been he's been damaged a few times by people. He's he throws people off because no one approaches the MMA game in the same way as him, you know. Yeah. And what do you, what do you think? Are you are you very interested in watching uh, BJJ as well or grappling? Like for example, ADCC yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I was just watching ADCC highlights and yeah. from twenty twenty, and it's just so crazy how like. So much you can do in jiu-jitsu is just like never, never like not exciting. Like there's two games, you're either, you're either stalling or you're either moving around, moving around uh, every minute. And it's just, that's, that's, those are the matches I'm most excited for. Yeah. What about the the super fight man with Gal Val and Ryan, Gordon Ryan? What do you think of that one? Who's going to take it? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I reckon, man, Gordon, Gordon Ryan's a different breed, but Andrew Gal Val's a big dude. So, yeah, my, my predictions is probably Gordon Ryan, 100%. Yeah, Gordon Ryan's like, uh, he's a big one, but Galval is so experienced, right? He's probably the most yeah. experienced guy in the ADCC now. So, and I'm actually from an Atos gym, so I'm kind of hoping Galval gets it, but it's a big task ahead of him, right? Yeah, it's a big yeah. task. I want, I want Galval to win. My dad met him when he was in Singapore fighting on one championship. And yeah, I was kind of jealous because he got a photo and I was like, oh, I'm missing out on meeting the best, one of the best jiu-jitsu competitors. That's it, man. Now, um, being a being a kid, you're still going to school and everything. How do you juggle in the training? And like, you know, are you really focused on it? Do you train every day? How do you roll? Yeah, I I train I train every day. Every every time I come back from school, I'm always straight away getting my gi ready, getting my nogi stuff, my rash guard, getting my yeah, getting my gi and belt, and just putting it in the car and just ready to go always. Yeah, as soon as I come back from school, I'm straight away. I'm getting ready. I'm just going to the gym. That's cool, man. You know, um, I've talked to some of the greats around, and you know, the, the key sort of trait of these guys if they started young is they they start it and then they just can't stop. They just they just keep going, and persistence is the key to you know success. It's not necessarily natural talent, which I think you have, but if you combine natural talent and you have persistence, you keep training, training, training. You know, you. You're bound to get to the top, and you look like you're not far away from that already, man. So hundred so percent. Cool. One of the one of the advice I give the beginners just always show up. Like you don't have to be amazing, but always showing up is 
just the key key of being one of the greatest. That's it, man. And and so, what is your goal? You just said you want to fight MMA. Uh, you're 15 now. You want to wait. You got to wait till you're 16 to compete, right? Is that how far away is that? Yeah, I'm I'm 14 at the moment. Oh, 14. All right. Yeah, and then you got to be 16. I wanna I wanna fight headshots. I wanna fight MMA with headshots. That's what yeah. my goal is. It's it's kind of cool though that you can uh go through that stage of learning without the headshots, right? Just for the damage and that, and then uh you know and develop your game around that strong jujitsu base, and then work into you know heads. It's not like you're not doing headshots because I saw you bashing your sister the other day <laughs> in some footage online. You guys flogging each other, yeah. So you're still getting headshots anyway in training, right? So it's going to be an easy transition for you. Yeah, you got a little bit of got a little bit emotional at the end. It started like it was just like a light spar, and then we turned it into heavy sparring. It got very got very uh, physical at the end. So we're just like ah, uh, gotta yeah. We gave each other a hug. It was like oh, just what it, it is. What it is. What about uh? What about at home? Does that ever happen in the past? You or any of your sisters fighting like that? Uh, we always fight. I I I I like to fight. Uh, Gemma, my little sister. Gemma loves just beating me up. Just, just randomly, just kicks me and punches me. I'm like. What are you doing? And that's what that's what I used to do, Jazzy, when I was little, and that's what she used to do. Me, me and Jazzy used to play fight all the time. That's cool, man. Hey, on the Australian scene, do you follow the Australian MMA fights? Like this weekend, there's two. One finished yesterday, and there's another one today. Eternal. Have you heard of this show? Yeah, the Eternal. I'm going that. I'm going that uh, tonight. I'm in. Oh, the, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in the corner for one of the boys, and I'm just gonna help them warm up because they're about similar weight as me. Awesome. Yeah, um, Colby Thickness, who's a friend of mine on this channel, uh, comes on. Sometimes he's competing tonight, so I'm looking forward to seeing him how he goes on the on the Australian scene. Who, which sort of fighters do you like, bro? I like um, Alex Vol Vol uh, Volkanovski. He's he's cool. I love that guy. He's just so just so little, and always he's always just coming in and just doesn't give doesn't care and just always bashing everyone. He's the champ. He's the champ right now. So. Hundred percent, good, good to see Australia representing in the UFC and just killing everyone. Exactly, bro. We've got a couple of good fighters up there. Jamie Malaki is from my home area. Um, Jack Della over in Perth. They're they're good guys and they're doing really well. So, yeah, looking forward to some more Aussies getting up there. Um, on that regional scene, bro, you do you train with any of the guys that compete in Eternal? Uh, or any of the other yeah. shows? Yeah, I'm training. So one of my good training partners, his name's Dylan. Uh, he's fighting tonight, and he's usually a Muay Thai fighter, and he hates MMA. But he just had a he had a Muay Thai fight last week, and he was like, "Oh!" And then he had a Muay Thai fight. He won the fight by knockout, second round, I think. And then some promoter was like, "Oh, we need someone sixty-one kilos to fight Eternal MMA." And so Dylan was like, "I don't like MMA, but I'll just do it. Might as well just do it. Still young. Get as much. Uh, get as much." what's the word as, as much experience as you can yeah. while you're young yeah why not man just like you're just like your old man jumped in there and just had a go you know learned grappling for a yeah. couple of months and then jumped in against star uh, who was that guy he fought i forget his name tony bonello he fought a guy called tony bonello who was experienced in the grappling and yeah i think just got taken down pretty quickly unfortunately yeah <laughs> but he tried was, uh... he had to go Man, I was wondering, like your game's heavily uh, jujitsu oriented. What about the wrestling side? Do you do you do wrestling at all? Yeah, I'm doing uh on Wednesday at my gym. Do you know the fighter Reese McLaren? 
Yeah, yeah. Reece Lang. He was in one, yeah. right? He was in one FC, wasn't it? Yeah, he's in yeah, he's in one one championship. Yeah. And he uh wrestling classes at my gym. So I go to that every week and it's really helping, really helping my wrestling. And at the moment I'm trying to go from a guard player to a wrestler. And then yeah, yeah wrestling's helping with the MMA so much. Yeah, Definitely. I was watching I was watching you do the jiu-jitsu. You like going straight to the guard, but you're also pretty pretty quick to jump on top position as well. So you got a pretty uh, versatile game. I think you can work on both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a Nogi Nogi super fight coming up and I'm planning to use my wrestling in that. Where is that one? Where is that going to be? What show? Uh it's called Trilogy. Yep. And it's uh, an Australian Australian event and it's uh, it's in up in Burley, so right right near my gym. Yep. Yeah. So there's three kids in my division. So one of them I've one of them I've beaten, and the so there's three kids. One of them I've beaten, and then the other one I've lost to. Yeah. So this is going to be exciting. Going to be some fireworks. Oh, that's a good challenge, man. What sort of what sort of um, accolades have you got so far in the grappling world, bro? Like, uh, what sort of um, titles have you won? So I've won. So right now I'm the three time state champion in jiu jitsu. And I've just won uh, a couple of weeks ago. I just won na- uh, Australian Nationals. So that means, so yeah, so I got gold in Australian Nationals and then from America, second second in the world. Yeah. My age group and my weight group. So yeah, so Queensland State Champion, National Champion and second second in That's the world. That's amazing, man. That's really good, bro. It's really good. I'm proud of you guys, man. And I'm sure, uh, you know, your family is super proud to have kids that are representing in the in the world combat stage, man. So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right, man. Well, uh, I wanted to talk to you. Like I said, on this show, we talked to some of the guys in the UFC, a couple of those guys we talked about, I've, I've spoken with, but I also want to talk to people that are, you know, rising stars such as yourself. So uh, thanks for your time, bro. And it'd be good if we can just keep in touch. I'd like to see you maybe before you have your first fight or, or something like that. We'll catch up and, and have a chat and uh, yeah, wish you all the best, bro. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you for having me.